Welcome back to the political shit show of French politics. And never was this name more appropriate than tonight. We're recording on the night of the second round of the parliamentary elections of 2022 for the French parliament. And on the, as a side note, we're also recording on the day the Andalusian elections are are being uh, are being uh, conducted so we have uh, news from two different fronts all right so um as we discussed in the last episode this uh, this year had a quite a tense parliamentary election with a lot of stake and potential upheavals. Uh, five years ago, after uh, Emmanuel Macron's first election, it had been a uh, Republican en marche, so centrist liberal sweep. Uh, they had won more than 300 seats out of uh, 577, coupled with uh, 30 seats uh, from their uh, centrist allies. They had a very solid majority, and this allowed uh, Emmanuel Macron to have basically uh, um, re registering chambers and, uh, and a parliament that was, uh, that was uh, at his uh, beck and call. Uh, now we have a, a very different configuration. So there are three, three huge uh, information from early polls. Uh, so first is that Emmanuel Macron lost his absolute majority and uh, not only did he lose it and even with his allies in the uh, ensemble together uh, coalition, he doesn't get an absolute uh, majority. So he's going to have to compose with other groups, probably the conservatives. Uh, the second information is that the, the coalized left uh, did succeed in their original bet. So they have progress. They are close to 150 seats. So each of the four components is going to have a full parliamentary group with La France Insoumise uh, said to be the main opposition group. And the third uh, event of the evening is the shocking uh, <laughs> seismic uh, expansion of the uh, Rassemblement National, Front National, extreme right group, because they have been bumped to 90 parliament members, that the biggest that they've ever had uh, in the previous mandate. And, and for most of the Fifth Republic, they had mm. less than 10 parliament members. So it's it, they have multiplied by close to 10 their numbers even more it's uh, it's insane it's very shocking it's uh, it's a bit of a disgrace for french politics uh, to be honest and um and yeah <laughs> i guess i guess it can be heard i'm i'm really upset uh, with this result and i know i'm not the only one tonight and it's um, it's shocking we 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 have uh, open right in front of us the the chart of the of the parliament and uh, i remember uh, in the last uh, in the last parliamentary elections that i was um, somewhat reassured and uh, unhappy to see that uh, that from national actually got uh, got a trash in right in the in the in the previous in the previous one it was uh, one of the new lights of hope for the the decrease of the acceleration of the extreme right in Europe, no, or the, or the, or the, the 
ethno ethno-nationalist right um, uh, advances in Europe. Uh, Marine Le Pen, Marine Le Pen's uh, bad results in the previous parliamentary was uh, was for some <laughs> naive uh, um, naive observers like myself uh, uh, some yeah, signals of uh, of hope. But now seeing this chart and seeing how brutally it's it's ten times more. No, it's. Uh, it's, it's yeah, brutal. At, at least it's um, it's a shock. Yeah, the the thing is with with our our two round system has a lot of problem, but one of the advantages at least is that for a great big while this this two round system created a real glass ceiling for the far right because in the second round, if you had a far right candidate and any other candidate, there was this notion of the so called Republican Front and. Because having an elected Front National was a turn-off for so many people, people would vote for the other candidates, even even if it was not for from their own political uh, political leanings. And this notion of a uh, Republican Front was what Emmanuel Macron uh, very keenly exploited to be elected uh, twice, because uh, because his whole very cynical but very effective strategy was to boost the Front National enough that they go to the second round, but then uh, call on the Republican Front and and secure an election in the second round because people would rather vote for uh, La République En Marche, Renaissance, uh, than the Front National. And and this logic just exploded tonight. And, and it's scary, and it's scary in a way because we cannot even count on, count on this. And... And of course, uh, we need to see, a, to, to really analyze this phenomenon, we need to wait to see where the Front National candidates were elected and against, and against whom in particular. But one thing is sure is that um, there is a huge responsibility of the, of the political class and uh, not limited to, but especially the Macronists, because for a very long time they have pushed the Front National to make sure to have this uh, to have this face to face with the Front National and secure their election, but that's that's a rule that has been uh, seen in history time and time again. Is that if you push the far right for electoral calculation, at the end of the day, it only benefits the far right, and we can see it in the workings here. And another thing that really that really played up is that. The, so the very short second round campaign, because there was only one week between the first round and the second round, uh, because the Macronists were really scared of losing... Of the noobs of, uh, of taking over, no? Of the noobs, yeah, exactly. They really pushed this uh, this discourse of... Uh, uh, the the noobs, red scare. Yes, the red scare. The noobs is the far left and the, and the Front National is the far right. They are both the extremes. Uh, they were trying to, to dress themselves up as the only reasonable solution. But what they did was not to call, uh, not to make the uh, Republican Front call to say... Um, they eventually got there, I mean, after a while, but uh, there were 61 uh, districts where the noobs was, again, the Front National... And in most of these districts, uh, they said uh, they said that they did not want to to encourage people to to vote against the Front National. They told people to to vote blank or or not to vote at all. And um, and I saw I saw an early post uh, here. Um, 
saying that in uh, in this uh, in this uh, duels of uh, of uh, Front National against um, against noobs, uh, 70% of Macronist voters uh, didn't go to vote. So, so yeah, uh, one of the, I mean, again, there will be a lot of time for uh, extended analysis, but there is a huge, huge responsibility of the neoliberal political class that pushed the far-right agenda to further their own and that to just see this strategy now coming to bite them in the ass because that's exactly what's happening and and it is such a disgrace on the on the French political system and and political class and and it's uh, and and it makes the 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 positive aspect of having a renewed left because this election was definitely the left, the left, up until tonight, it was the left election. They had been the only one campaigning. They did a very good campaign. They brought up issues of social inequality, of, uh, of climate change and, uh, and uh, necessity for uh, ecology, uh, e- ecological planification on the front line. And, and, and they did quite a good performance even if it was not enough to to take over the to take over the parliament but 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 tonight the tonight the big subject and the big discussion is this explosion of the of the far right in the parliament and how they are entering the parliament uh in strength and in numbers and it's going to have huge consequences on the political life that we that we cannot even fathom at this hour ballpark what we can see in the what we can see is uh, the 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 noobs are collecting a third of the vote uh, approximately no yeah definitely a third of the of the of the parliament they they are they are getting the those seats uh, and almost well a, a bit less than uh, than twice what Front National does, no? Yeah, exactly. And uh, and in the previous parliament, the whole of the left, so the uh, call, um, added, had uh, had 60 seats. And now they are close to 150. 150. So they have almost double... Only uh, the noobs. Only the news, but they have almost doubled their numbers. Uh, the the Green Party, who didn't have any parliament representation in the previous mandate, now are going to have a group a group of their own. Uh, we'll probably discuss it in another discussion. But there are some very good figures. Um, yeah, 180, pop- I see. Here. No, 170, uh, I see here as the 170. Okay, as so the, it's in- the noobs plus the other left. Yeah, but no? other left, some are, uh, are dis- anti noobs dissidents. So, yeah. uh, so they they probably won't uh, won't add up. But even yeah, the the noobs in itself is 150 seats. So they have more than doubled the the presence of the left in the parliament. And in the previous mandate, there were only uh, 17 uh, uh, France Insoumise um, parliament members, and even these small numbers. Uh, um, Coming from an interview with some uh, Republican Marche Parliament member, they say even with such a small number, they managed to be the the grain of sand in the machinery, and they managed to just uh, to really uh, to really uh, to restall our efforts sometimes. So such a big group, it's definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. And and if the Front National hadn't m- exploded so much, 
it would be a great day for uh, a great day for the left. But uh, but this result of the Front National, which is also going to come uh, in force and and also is going to be able to to shape the assembly and this kind of number, it means that they will have their own group, that they will have their own employee, parliamentary assistant. It means that they're going to get a huge funding because, uh, as I said, um, the parliament members and the parliamentary groups are funded with, uh, with public money and this kind of numbers. Um, and they're going to get also some huge funding and, uh, and capacity for nuisance uh, at the very least. And again, what it says of the of the current mindset of the population and especially that the that the macronists really prefer to to favor uh uh far right vote um uh, for fear or the that the the, the so-called republican barrage it was against the left in this in this election that's the the general summary of it it's exactly it and and again, there are historical precedent of the neoliberal bourgeoisie uh plopping up fascists and, and having rather uh, and supporting the fascists instead of the left uh, that, uh, that, that, that. It, that represents a greatest threat for us but it's 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 very unpleasant to see here in 2022 with the with the kind of crisis that that we have looming ahead I know that the that the picture is um, is quite different or the the, the the circumstances are quite different but uh, but in Spain the equivalent to front front national are the perfect allies, not in the social, let's say, because they are too aberrant or too troll. What they do is trollitics, no, the the the, the troll politics. But we're, we're uh, talking about Vox, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, but uh, but from, yeah, but but economic wise, they are pretty much on the orbit. They are they are pretty much a, a good ally for for the Partido Popular, and they will they will always uh, favor um, the aristocracy and uh, and and the and wealth generation and and low low cost employment. So that's a, that's a, that's a piece. What I'm seeing here as well is that Mar. The marinization of Front National has worked. What I mean is, is that let's make it human and let's drop the Le Pen and let's make it, let's take pictures of her with her cats and put that front and center and make it all about Marine just cares about French and the French spirit like her her whole cast. No? Oh yeah, the, the normalization process. I mean, it was... It was very, it was very long, and it had, uh, and it had its, uh, and it had its proponents and opponents in the Front National, and, the, and there was a whole discussion. But here tonight, it is very clear, with no ambiguity, the normalization policy of the Front National works. It's, um, yeah, it, it's a slam dunk. It worked, and again. What is shocking is that uh, Marine went with normalization and. Uh, and uh, and uh, and showing the um, a more um, a more streamlined uh, version of the of the Front National, but again the the Macronists and the neoliberal really played it up as well, saying that oh it's a uh, uh, I mean for for decades there was this notion that the Front National was outside of uh, of a uh, republican institution because it was a party funded by uh, by neo nazis because 
it was the respectable front of the of the neo-Nazis and the fascists, uh, but their roots were also anti-parliamentary, which is why they usually did very well in the in the presidential election, but not so much in in local uh, in local and parliamentary elections. Uh, so yeah, the the strategy paid off. That's uh, <laughs> there's there's nothing uh, there's nothing more to it. Yep. It seems like uh, they have uh, 85 as oh, of uh, Yeah, it's still an estimate. We'll have the right now. We will have the the full the full numbers to the full numbers tomorrow, but uh um yeah. <laughs> it's uh it, it's uh yeah, it, it it's tough to discuss apart from an immediate gut reaction. But that's what we wanted. That's what what I wanted to get your hot take. Hot take on uh, on the on the results, I'm going to to just um, just uh, do a, a quick uh, browse over the Andalusian one. No? The the Andal for for our international friends, Andalus Andalusia is um, Andalusia is the biggest uh, region in in Spain um, population wise, I believe, and they and it's uh, and it's one of the um, yeah, one of the representative or one of the most uh, um, Spanish, <laughs> let's say, uh, um, uh, spaces in the or Spanish identifying spaces, communities in in the in the nation. No? Uh, here, the picture is a bit less bleak on the extreme right uh, part because uh, they. Compared to the previous election in 2018, they they Vox only has two more uh, parliamentaries, uh, which is um, which is good, I think, because one of the scenarios was that Vox just became a, a powerhouse in that uh, in that parliamentary parliamentary space, and. What we're seeing here, it's a it's a swing back. You no, know, the the Partido Popular, which is the the conservative uh, traditional right uh, um, coalition, uh, has uh, absolute majority. I think with uh, fifty seat, six uh, seats, they they will probably govern without even having to to do a lot of. Um, of dealings with um, with the extreme right, so it is um, it is sad because Andalusia is was one of the um, one of the bastions of the of the left, and it was a socialist space for for decades uh, for decades on end. Uh, but it's true that the that the corruption and the and the scandals of the from the the ruling left in Andalusia were just uh, were just all over the place like after two decades plus and it being not let's say an integrity left coalition but more the center left uh, mainstream center center left coalition they just um, they just uh, yeah there were there were too many too many issues to not not to fall no so so yeah that's a, that's a picture okay to finish on a lighter note if we have a couple of minutes um, we do. in spite in spite of everything uh, i still have a small 
uh, consolation rendition of the Schadenfreude Awards tonight. Please. Uh, so several of Macron's ministers were defeated. So technically, they are supposed to resign. <laughs> they are supposed to resign, but we never know we're talking about Macron. So they are very good at reneging on, uh, on, on commitment. Uh, but among the defeated, so... Um, So one of the big names is uh, someone called Richard Ferrand. He used to be the president of the parliament, and he was one of those who said, oh, but the far right and, the, and far left is exactly the same. He was defeated. Uh, Christophe Castaner, who used to be a minister of police uh, and who was one of the first architects of heavy repression against the Gilets jaunes, was also defe defeated. Um, Uh, Stanislas Guérini, who was the leader of uh, La République En Marche and uh, newly minted minister, was also defeated. And last but not least, uh, Amélie de Montchalin. Yes, this is a, a particle name. Uh, she was the new minister for the environment and like really greenwashing, uh, greenwashing incarnate, let's just say, and she made one of the most violent campaigns against, uh, against the noobs, saying that it's the, uh, that the noobs, the left coalition only wanted chaos and that it was anarchy and that it was, uh, and that it was anarchists, uh, disguised, uh, disguised as, uh, as, uh, red, red green, uh, as red green coalition. And she's been defeated as well. So, um, so as to say that being outrageous, uh, outrageous demonization uh, doesn't uh, doesn't sell uh, necessarily in the end. So, small consolations, but we'll take uh, what we can <laughs> in the current situation. Well, and uh, on the on the positive side as well, the the news are that. Uh, We're being renewed. Uh, this post, this podcast, is uh, being renewed for for a season two. No, this uh, this uh, scandal of the of the far right uh, seems to to oh, promise yeah. uh, a new season of commentary and uh, hopefully a a time in which we can learn a lot, so we don't uh, repeat our mistakes too often or too blatantly. No. Oh, it's definitely going to be interesting times because it's also going to ripple in uh, in a lot of international politics issues so yeah we'll be we'll be on set and we'll keep on discussing the fallout from uh, from this very strange election year so thank you amor i'm sorry it's been a a rough uh, ride tonight but uh, i'm looking forward to keep on discussing with you Yes, me too. Thank you. <laughs>